Hey guys, this is Liz Candace. This is Nikki Collins. What up, guys? This is Hey, this is Imani Lee Stafford. Hey, this is Jordan Canada. This is Asia Wilson. Welcome to the WNBA Nation. WNBA Nation, hello and welcome again to another episode of WNBA Nation. Uh, so my name is Kyle Haywood. I am joined by three of my all-time greatest friends. Uh, let's, let's go around the horn here. Jason Snow is with us tonight. Jason, how are we doing? I am doing fantastic. How are you doing, Kyle? Good. Uh, I just realized I usually go to Steve first because we have this unwritten rule of like the order, but I just was going clockwise based on the cameras and I'm not <laughs> going to stop now. So Steve's going to go last. I'm glad you're here, Jason. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm not going to lie. You took me a little off guard. I'd actually pushed my microphone away from my face and I was like, Oh, I got a minute. And no, I, I was right up. So I had to jump yeah. in, but yeah, oh, yeah. no, I, I'm doing good. No, you're starting tonight. You're starting tonight. Not coming off the bench. Uh, Logan Jones is also with us tonight. Logan, how we doing, man? I'm doing good. I like I like changing things up. I think changing the formula in the year 2021 is <laughs> we we were just barely talking about that. Anything we can do that's inconsequential but like might give different vibrations to the universe. We're going to we're going to just see. We're going to see, we'll see what happens. What we'll it. just see what happens. <laughs> I like it. And Steve rocking the new Nike orange hoodie. How do you feel in that, Steve? I feel uh, good. It's great. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to think of a good. I feel peachy. No, this is. Uh, I'm very happy. This was my. I told you guys. This is, I got. A, I got a baby to fund for. So this was my sole stimulus. Uh, purchase. Nice. Well, uh, it's a good. One. Everything else is going in the savings. So um, now, you know, being smart and going in the savings, and I'm not telling people to buy merchandise. Their stimulus package. You do what's important, but. I gave myself one purchase and I went and got me a hoodie. So I like it. It looks good. It looks clean. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, before we hop too far into the episode, uh, I just want to give uh, a quick shout out to everybody who's watching us live on Twitch right now. We've got a Twitch channel now. It's twitch.tv slash WNBA nation. Uh, hop over here. Come be a part of these live recordings. It's a blast. We have a good chat crew going. Um, you know, people hopping in on the chat that, you know, as we record, you know, commenting in there, we're getting really close to our, our goal of followers that will help us reach an affiliate status, which will then allow us to start monetizing, uh, which I think officially makes us the first Twitch pod, first Twitch affiliated WNBA podcast. So there's something to that. All right. But, uh, <laughs> but we're we'll excited. Put that on the yeah, there we go. That'll be up on our merch page. But uh, appreciate you guys hopping on uh, onto Twitch. Uh, if you miss one of our Twitch streams, you can always check them out. Uh, we leave a little bit more kind of a... Uh, we don't really edit out too much when it hops onto our YouTube channel. So you can check out uh, WNBA Nation on YouTube. Um, make sure that you see our actual channel and then hop on there. You can see some of our some of our most recent Twitch streams that get uploaded there. Shouts to Jason for doing so much of that back end work, getting the, uh, getting the Twitch streams up on YouTube and, and getting everything edited out to go out on our podcast feed. Um, but yeah, it's a blast. Um, but, uh, today is all about, even though it's the 13th as we're recording this, today's all about new year's resolutions. 
This is one of the best, one of my favorite, I should say, episodes that we ever record is our New Year's resolution episodes. Um, so ever since we started this podcast back in 2017, every new year we've done a resolution episode and I, I look forward to them so much. Uh, so essentially how the format runs is that each of the four of us are randomly assigned three WNBA teams. And we each are going to come up with a New Year's resolution for said team, um, and we'll kind of, we're going to kind of go around and uh, and each share those uh, about each of the teams that we got randomly assigned, and then we'll just see what happens uh, in the year 2021 and see if these teams are able to accomplish what we uh, are are asking of them. So, um, let's go ahead and Steve. Actually, you mentioned that you kind of looked back at some of our our resolutions from yes. last year. Do you want to give a quick like run through like a just a quick like review of what some of the teams uh what rev- what resolutions we assigned to the teams last year and we'll see how we did. So, uh the only thing I don't have is whose resolution this was. So if you recall this as your resolution, then go ahead and call it out. I'm surprised it's a little bit better than I actually thought it was going to be. I was really worried based on the fact that like we did these well before the world exploded. Yeah. Uh, that said, so the Atlanta dream, uh, this resolution was specifically made for the dreams offense. Uh, the goal is to sign a big scorer and improve their field goal percentage. I'm here to tell you that did not happen. <laughs> um, they did sign some quality scores, uh, but the scoring, Seem to not occur. <laughs> Let's see if they'll click it back into gear. Uh, but you know something? The dream were very busy flipping a Senate, so I think it's fine. Yeah, I think, uh, I think um, we'll excuse them on that. <laughs> I think we'll make that work. Uh, if you the thought, Chicago's, if you thought the resolutions episode was going to pull punches, you were wrong. <laughs> there will be, be no sugar coating here. They had a rough go. It happens. Uh, the Chicago Sky, uh, this was for their front court specifically. This was, a, you just made that call out. We're not pulling punches. Uh, find a proper replacement for Steph Dolson. I'm here to tell you that did not happen. Um, <laughs> we are Steph actually two. had a pretty solid year. <laughs> yes, she did. Uh, I think she, she improved year on year, but, um, we'll see who's feelings what on Chicago, but I think there's a potential need for a, <laughs> uh, still a strong big, but she chewed better than expected. Um, Connecticut Sun. This was for the team overall. It was to win the ring. It's just to, to win a championship because they keep getting to the doorstep. Ooh. And you know what? They put up a really good fight, all mm. things considered. Yeah. Didn't quite yeah. get done. The wings for the fan base. Trust the process. This is a great broad-ended <laughs> one that we can say, yeah, maybe. It I think, so I, think we, I think That's we got one that one. I'll say this. Yeah. I think that I saw more wing like more wings fans active on like Twitter and social media yeah. than I have in the previous years, which surprised yeah. me yeah. because they lost, you know, their two biggest name players over the last two seasons. And here it was, it seemed like they were kind of out and about a little bit more. So I thought that's, that's cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, decent, decent overall performance there. The favor, this is for Tierra McCowan. And it was that McCowan should be in the defensive player of the year discussion. That wasn't quite as evident, but I will say this. When she starts more than 10 games, I think that there's high potential. So now I'm wondering if that's a spoiler. I don't know. I, we'll, we'll see what happens there. 
Uh, the Aces, Asia Wilson, become the best player in the league. Depending on how you define an MVP, that one works. Hey! I think we can count that yeah. one. Yeah. I think, That's debatable, yeah. but... I mean, Bree's still there, but I don't know what you can do other than win the MVP. Yeah, exactly. That's good. Uh, the Sparks, this was for the whole organization, was passed the torch. I think the idea was let, you know, give some love to, to give the younger players kind of prepare for the future. I don't know that that necessarily happened. I actually think the veterans really carried the success of the squad last year. Yeah. While we did see some good play out of the younger players, like Candace Parker was the defensive player of the year and an M- like an MVP level candidate. She played really well. Um, so <laughs> well, but here's the thing. I think the circumstances what willed that to happen. And you know, that's, that's how it is. So, uh, you know, I don't think that's an epic fail. It just didn't quite work out that way. Uh, the, uh, Minnesota Lynx, Sylvia Fells play for the MVP again. Which wasn't necessarily the case, but you know what? You you did break the all-time rebounds record, so I think um, you 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 brought some hardware uh, to the yeah. to the trophy case. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some some love there. Uh, I'll hurry up the last four. The Liberty for the whole organization was to rebrand as the Brooklyn Liberty, and while that hasn't happened, I still maintain that should happen. Make it happen. Do the thing. <laughs> For sure. And that's absolutely it. Phoenix, uh, this is the one that's like closest to almost dead on. Uh, I believe this was Kyle. This was shake things up, move Bonner or Griner. I do, I now, do remember giving that resolution as soon as you say that. Yeah. I, now, I don't know that Phoenix moved Bonner. Kind of feels like Bonner moved herself. <laughs> but, uh, I think coupling the fact that they, they switched with Bonner moving on and then taking on Skylar Diggins Smith. The, the shake things up hey, part of it's definitely that's true. Pretty, definitely that's pretty on. I totally forgot about that one. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Seattle Storm uh, was to trade up to draft Lauren Cox. That still would have been cool, but uh, turns out that wasn't necessary. Uh, <laughs> and I actually so, really like their pick of Loxa. That was, a, yeah, they, that was still they, a really good pick. And I'm excited very, to see when she makes it to the league. But uh, I think the idea, I think I made that move, and the idea was... Uh, let's give you some front core support because we don't know where Bree Stewart, like Bree Stewart's going to be at, you know, coming back full time. Yeah. I'm stupid. She's fine. She's <laughs> completely okay. She's a cyborg. Didn't need to worry at all. And, uh, lastly, the Mystics, uh, they were defending champions. Uh, Logan, I believe, had this one to parade the trophy to every arena. And this is disappointing. <laughs> not only did they not do it, but this year that actually was really easy. To do they had to do it yeah. to bring it to one arena um so <laughs> technically it they did it corny technically like, they did it but bringing, not just the way we intended bringing the trophy to like the bubble would have been kind of corny it's like the guy who still wears a letter his letterman jacket in college like it's just yeah. a little corny um so you know totally fine but that's what it was. I, i'm surprised it wasn't nearly as bad as we thought because it's like we've had years where our resolutions were abysmal uh, and this was actually a year considering the fact that a traditional seasonal structure didn't happen. A huge chunk of quality players mm-hmm. didn't play. Uh, I'm actually pretty, uh, proud of our, our, our overarching performance. So absolutely pat on the back. Good for y'all. Hey, that's actually not nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. That feels, that feels good. Yeah. To give those quick <laughs> yeah. reviews. I like that. I like Did that. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sweet. I love it. So 
So that kind of gives you a good feel for what we've done in the past. That was our, our resolutions for 2020. Um, I have a feeling that we may see a couple of those maybe somewhat similar, even across teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. We'll end up seeing what, what happens with those. So here's the order that we're going to end up doing these. All right. What we did is, is the other night on our live stream on Twitch, we, uh, so Jason, Logan and I, we, we were all on, um, and we did a quick like Excel sheet where we did like random number generators and we assigned numbers to different, uh, hosts. And then we just ran them through all the teams and this is what we ended up with. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to go in the following order. We're going to have Steve go first. Uh, Logan go second, then me, then Jason, but we're each going to just take one team at a time. So we'll go Steve, Logan, me, Jason. Then we'll go back to Steve, Logan, me, Jason. So we'll each, you know, we'll, we'll each have one per round. Um, and then the reason that we've done that is that we've just arranged them alphabetically. Steve happened to have Atlanta. So that's where we're going to start. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of the order of things. That's where we're going to go. And for, uh, okay. Anything else that we need to let anybody know before we hop right into our actual resolutions? Think we're good? I, I think, yeah, I think we're okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's Solid. Okay. Let's okay. go ahead and do this then. Steve, you are, I would say on your, you're on the clock, but we're not drafting. You are up with your resolution. <laughs> ah, I have 30 seconds. Uh, the Atlanta <laughs> dream. So uh, this, this is sort of a two parter because there's a definite one I have. And then there's a contingency where we might need to do a second resolution. It'll make sense. The bare bones of it is I refuse to do any sort of resolution until the most important element of this franchise is taken care of, which is we need to get Kelly Lossler out of the, the league entirely. I know her <laughs> I, name is. I was going to say, I'm that's what glad I'm calling that you her specifically pointed that out. Yeah. <laughs> Just to be clear. But, uh, that's, I believe it's a more apropos name. I think it's time to obviously, this is not a hot take. She needs to be taken out of the organization with, with the dream. She needs to be out of the league. She should probably be in jail. So it, it, that's the first move. Now, the reason I say this is because I love the Atlanta dream nomenclature. I like the general feel and the brand. I love the connection to history of Atlanta. Obviously there's ties to Martin Luther King. So what I'm about to say doesn't mean they're in need of a rebrand necessarily, but there's a chance that moving Kelly Lossler out of the organization might actually pull that branding away as well, because she's a part of a joint organization, dream Two LLC. Uh, and if that goes with her, they may want to take the dream nomenclature as well, because it seems like that's a big part of why they had the name, uh, potentially. So if that were to happen, I think it's important to establish a rebrand. And my thought is if losing that nomenclature by, by having a Luffler out of the league were to happen, we might as well make the rebrand also contingent to that event. So I'm saying that as a contingency, that you prepare branding to become the Atlanta Senators. Uh, this is a team that uh, exists in Ottawa in the NHL, so it's an it's an appropriate team name. And I think if uh, you know the event that pushed her uh, out of the organization took the name, 
we might as well take the event that pushed her out of the organization and commemorate it that's, as well. That's, with that's the such a Senators. sweet, like salty take. I had thought about salt. I thought about um, uh, doing the Atlanta Warlocks uh, and then having their <laughs> mascot be Ralph the Warlock. Ralph the Warlock? Um, Ralph Warlock. <laughs> uh, it just felt a little too corny. So the Atlanta Senators. Oh, that's great. I love that. That's good. Jason, Logan, any thoughts on Steve's resolution uh, for Atlanta? I, I would love for the Senators logo to just be like a big middle finger. Like <laughs> maybe two. <laughs> Either way, I know so they I, di- they did. Sorry, go ahead, Jason. Yeah, I love to hear your thoughts. Oh, I was I was just gonna say, like, I I totally agree. Um, having somebody owning an organization where everyone in the organization completely disagrees with that person and on very basic fundamental civil rights type things. Obviously, there's got to be some reconciliation to that. Uh, as far as the rebrand, like, I know the sinners exist, but I just don't. I, I I get where you're coming from. It's a little salty. I I almost would rather lean into the Phoenix symbolism that Atlanta already has. Um, kind of the the Phoenix rising out of the South, and kind of like we rebuilt and we lost some of the trash from our organization, and we're rebuilding and being better. So that's the direction I would go. But I, I get where you're coming from. So kind of like nah. See, I think if you make this move, it's got to be petty. <laughs> I like your idea. Your idea is really good. Uh, but, um, it's very important that this move is as petty as possible. Uh, like this breakup that. is sour. I'm, I'm kidding. I, I do like that idea actually. No, um, I will say whether or not this were to happen, and I understand they just did a full, re- like, visual rebrand as of recent, I still really want to see Atlanta work peach into their color scheme. Want to see it? I would I think love, they have an yeah, animal. an alternate. Didn't we talk? We've talked about that before about having a yeah. peach like alternate yeah. uni, like a city uni type yeah. deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the Hawks sick. had done that with the peach tree uh, jerseys they had last season. So it's it's there for the taking. So it's out. It's available. Okay. Yeah, I just want to get it out there. <laughs> uh, so let's go ahead. And, that's the Atlanta <laughs> dream. Let's go ahead and move to Logan. You're up with who would have guessed Logan's got Chicago. All right. It's the third year in a row. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, say, I think that basically it's always, if there's something about Chicago, we're just going to lean to Logan's discretion here. <laughs> Go ahead and turn your, turn your, turn your hat around on, oh, on right, the right, chat. Right. Have you even right. been to Chicago? <laughs> Chicago. I'm, I'm coming to you as someone who's been kind of a, uh, honestly a fan for, for a couple of years. And a lot of the time when we bring up the sky on social media and when we see people talk about the sky, you see words like they're fun, they're dynamic, they're talented, which makes your resolution this year a little daunting. Uh, I, I feel like I'm going to be a little bit of a downer here. So I'm going to try to keep this short and sweet. Chicago needs to take care of business. Um, this year, I, I am almost willing to give them a pass in 2020 because I know the bubble is. You know, unforeseen circumstances, whatever you want to give them. I don't feel like that year has an asterisk on it by any means. I think the Storm Championship is legitimate. We had a great finals. But uh, Chicago needs to take it seriously this year. Uh, because if you look at their history, I mean, right now you've got uh, Coach of the Year from 2019, James Wade, in his third season with this team. He's had a chance to draft the player he wanted to draft last year. He was ex- he was as excited as he would have been with the first overall pick. Yeah. Um You've got Ali Quigley and Courtney Vandersloot deep into their primes, probably not with a lot of years left to be 
the players we know them to be. Uh, you've got a team that's had this energy around it for two or three years now, maybe even four, for as long as we've been, we've been covering them, certainly since they've hired Coach Wade, where we had big expectations for them, but it seems like we don't hammer them when we don't see them live up to that in the playoffs. We, we just say like, ah, you know, there's other good teams. It wasn't their year. They'll come back. They'll be strong. They've always got that backcourt. I'm not giving them as much leash this year. Uh, I, I think they need to make some noise, at least get to the finals because, uh, you know, they haven't won uh, a conference finals since, let's see if I can find it really quick. They got to the NBA, WNBA finals in 2014. Um, they lost the conference semis the next year. They lost in the semis the, the year after, missed it a couple years. They, they have not had playoff success for as talented as a team as they've been. Uh, they've certainly been a cut above teams that have not made it to the playoffs, but Chicago keeps having this energy around it like, hey, we've got some of the best players in the league. Vandersloot's got some MVP consideration kind of buzzing around, or we've got this great coach, we have this great draft class. Well, what have you done with it? Not a lot. This is the year that has to change, or you have to start looking at some more drastic shakeups. Um, and I, I hate to say that because I love the team as presently constituted, but we made last year's resolution for this team shakeup your front court, get a big in there, do something that changes the formula for yourself. Cause right now going into next season, we've got all free agency ahead of us. So this could easily expire quickly, but doesn't look like they're going to be one of the two or three best teams in the league. It looks like they're still going to be on the outside looking in. And I don't want to see them waste the careers of players that should get rings on really talented teams that just don't have what it takes to go the distance in the playoffs. So your resolution this year, and that means you have to do it. Or feel crappy about not doing it. That's what a resolution is. Is to take care of business and get yourself a championship. It's the only one of those I'm going to say today. Wow. You went I think Chicago needs... I think their sights are set high. I like that. You went really serious with it. And I generally don't anticipate that with you in Chicago. But I like it. I like the fire. That was passionate. Now, I will (laughs) challenge... I don't think their window has been as wide uh, previously as... As you mentioned, but I do think you're probably coming into the second year of you should probably be a much more dangerous threat than it feels like you are. Yeah. Uh, considering two years ago, they were like a crazy heave shot from at least getting to a future round to, to the semifinals. But at that, up to that point, they were just still kind of getting out of losing their two franchise players to the trade market. Um, which, which they, I understand, they yeah. Like weird things like that that heave happen, right? Like, like crazy stuff that you know. Who knows what their trajectory could have been? But to me, at the end of every regular season, as we enter the playoffs, they're never one of the teams that I think anyone is scared of. Like you're scared of Seattle, you're scared about uh, Vegas, you're probably worried about the Sparks last year. The you know, you, I feel like the the sky started last year with a lot of energy and a lot of hype. And by the end of the season going into the postseason, I don't think anyone was really giving them a shot. Mm. I, a healthy diamond to shields probably changes that. I think, but sure. which, I, which I is do, why I give the, I, you know, 2020 was kind of a yeah, year, yeah. you know, to make it clear. Like, I think you're correct in this resolution. I think this might be the first full on relevant year. Like this is kind of a no excuse. Yeah. yeah. That's the, a good like, way to put it. The pieces are in play. It's, it's time to, to, to actually deliver. Yeah. 
I yeah. I agree with you on that. I just was kind of making that cut of like I, they had a slow rebuild, and I like it. I I I like the call. I like the definitive. It's actionable. It's measurable. Yeah, the the what smart goal thing. I could go down that list, but I won't do that. <laughs> I just, uh, the the way that we always talk about that team and how how much talent they have and how much we really like Coach Wade on this show. I think it's fair to now set an expectation that's like, look, if you fall short of winning a championship, we can't just give you a pass year after year, especially when like a lot of times you're not even doing much in the first or second round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I just want to set that bar high. I like it. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Um, so I'm going to keep mine pretty brief with uh, Las Vegas. So that's my first team that I had. Uh, Las Vegas is... Pretty simple. Don't lose ground during free agency. That's the whole, that's the whole thing. They've got a lot of opportunity to try and keep something together from a team that was the number one seed in 2020. And the rest of the competition is, is going to be high. They've got an opportunity to bring back Liz Cambage to a team that was just the number one seed. I think that they are really primed to do some damage. However, they've got a tricky free agency ahead of them with cap space, with future contracts that they're going to need to work, uh, namely with Asia Wilson uh, coming up soon. This is a big year for them. They can't lose the ground that they, they made up ground last year. You can't lose that in 2021 um, because I think Las Vegas is, is just right on the verge of a potential championship, uh, bringing it to, bringing it to Vegas, bringing it to the state of Nevada. So that's, that's my whole thing is just don't lose ground. However you, however they determine to do that is fine. Just don't lose the ground that you made up last year. What do you think? Is there a way to make that measurable? Like, like how do you define not losing ground? So it's, I don't know if there's like a real way to like measure that one other than, um, I think that's just a, a like a, a vibe. Like I, I don't know how to like they may have to lose like a Kayla McBride, but they have to be able to replace at least that same level coming back in. Whether that's through a free agency signing of their own or or whatever it is, or whether it's a they you know they find somebody in the draft to to replace that that does a good job there. Somehow you can't lose that ground because they brought in Angel McCautry. They, you know, I'm sure they would love to re-sign um, Liz Cambage and Kayla McBride and, and others. I don't know if that's totally possible. So they got to be able to come up with some way to, if they do have to cut, say, a, a McBucket, where do you make that up in other areas? And yeah. so I don't have a measure, a measurable way to do that. I but see, yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, that makes sense. I, I, I have to basically recover the same level of talent that you might lose in free agency. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. yeah. So, because I, 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 I yeah. like the vibe of it. I just, in 12 months when we need to dog you for it, it's important <laughs> that we have something measurable is basically how it is. I like that. I like so. that. Um, let's move on to Jason. We've got New York, which I think is a really fun one. I think that this is a, this, I, I'm really intrigued to see where Jason goes with this because I think there's so much open real estate for, for some fun New Year's resolutions, I want to I want to see where he goes. Does he take it serious? What do you, what do you got for us, Jason? I I I wish I would have taken it fun now, but I did take it somewhat serious. 
Uh, but I'll, I'll have a fun intro to it. So Kyle, you're our resident, uh, expert on Disney Channel original movies. So you can correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong. But in a Disney movie, in a Disney Channel original movie specifically, if you took a bunch of like rookies and young players and a new young coach who needs to prove himself because he hasn't had the head coaching job before and you threw that all in there, that team's winning the championship. But in real life, they go two and 20. Well, it, dep- um, it depends whether or not they have so, a dog on the team. Yeah. That's the, <laughs> that's that the is kicker. true. That is or true. Or is yeah, one of the, them maybe the, a leprechaun? <laughs> or are there twins? Oh. Are there twins on the yeah. team? <laughs> twins bad for the WNBA. Yeah. Uh, but in all seriousness, uh, New York, I, I get what they're trying to do in building, uh, around UNESCO. And obviously they've got the, the first round pick this year again as well. Um, I think they need to make whatever trades need to happen to get an experienced vet on that squad. Um, I think an experienced vet that can provide some leadership to that team, uh, can take a two and 20 team and maybe put them above 500, uh, definitely get them into the playoffs. And so, um, I think that this year you have to not sacrifice because if you go on losing for too long, you create a culture of losing and that, that goes poorly. So you need to get we've some wins seen that and the way that New I York think you do that other, is get a vet onto yeah, the we've team. We've already seen that in New York with the other so, team. So with the men's side of things. Yeah. I like yeah, that. The, the, the MNBA, bring in an, ex- so, so you've, you've got bring in an experienced vet somehow, right? Whether that's through a trade or free agency, bring in an experienced vet. Trade, free agency, something. Yeah. yeah you've got to bring in an experienced vet and then use that experienced vet to get you at least into the playoff picture, preferably above 500. I like it. I like it. What do you think, Logan? Logan's been quiet on this one. I want to hear his thoughts. I mean, yeah. I, I want the Liberty to be good. It's just hard to see. It's hard to see them being better than other teams because they've got so much youth and there's so much talent in the WNBA. They're just years ahead of them. Um, I don't know when it's going to be that they, that they catch up, but hopefully this season, you know, there's a difference between being two and 20 and hanging your heads 20 nights out of the year versus, you know, be in that eight or nine seed area, win nine or 10 games, give yourself a chance to, you know, play the, play the underdog. So, yep. I, mm-hmm. I hope that they get there. I hope more of Sabrina helps. Um, obviously just a, a more normal year with like an actual preseason and practices would, I'm sure be great for that team more than maybe any other. Um, cause they, they had no experience to lean on when all the bubble stuff happened. It was all new to them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm tentative. I won't say anything until they've, they've accomplished. You know something, but I I hope for for the best, and I hope Sabrina is is an exciting watch night in and night out. I like it. Let's let's. I, I think uh, oh, go it's ahead, Steve. Probably a necessary. I think it's a necessary call. I I have my name in mind, but I I probably won't happen. And I'm only I only think that this is an idea because I like to watch the world burn. So <laughs> anyone who's like Steve, you're an idiot. That'll never happen. I just you know, there's this small minute part of me that wonders if uh, Candace Parker wouldn't mind playing with Sabrina Inescu. I'm just going <laughs> to leave it at that. I have no. no speculation. I'm not an insider, but that's a weird just... Maybe it's because I'm spending so much time researching Candace Parker for W history <laughs> that that's the day that comes to mind. Uh, but yeah. I uh, I had a couple others come pop into my head as Jason was saying that Natasha Howard's a free agent as are each of the Gumakes. So I think even, any one of them could bring in some nice veteran leadership to that squad. Even with being New York, 
I think they still need a season to become an attractive destination before they can <laughs> before mm-hmm. they can play that card. I I don't know. It's yeah, New I York. Think are, I think if, we, if talked, we, talked on our, we talked on our leaving, live stream the other night that Liz Cambage and her involvement with she's like, the one I could see doing it. Yeah, her involvement with like but, fashion leaving, and DJing, like. If you were just on this dominant Storm team or a Sparks team that easily could have won the title if things fell differently this year, and you were going to a two and twenty team, knowing probably going to be rough the first year I'm there, like not going to be a championship contender, uh, I don't know. See, I, I can see, I see it differently it because she's Liz. <laughs> I see it differently with those players because I think it's more to say I am on a really good team, but I'm also on a bit of a crowded team. Mm. And I want to see if I can make it more as a, as a pivotal player. Like the Natasha Howard idea sort of makes sense to me because it's like, I want to see if I can play at an elite level right now. I can't sure. do more than be the third, fourth option. So I, I sort of get that mentality. Um, I think there is some allure to, Hey, we have this next gen level player that we think is going to be the face of the French, the face of the league at some point. And you could be an impetus to bring that along. Like, so there's, I think there's discussions to it. Uh, it's, it, it, the question is, is anything enough to look at their record and supersede that? So that's where it's going to be interesting is yeah. mm-hmm. like, is there a player who has the confidence to say, I think I can show up and take a two in team to a potential playoff run. Yeah. But I like, I love, I, I like love it. the move. Steve, let's keep with you. We've got Connecticut next. What's your resolution with for, what's your resolution for Connecticut in 2021? Um, uh, I had two in mind. I'm going to go with this one. Um, most many, almost every year, our resolution for Connecticut is team focused. And that makes sense because Probably the Sun played more team basketball than any team at any level of basketball anywhere. That's kind of their thing. So I want to do an individual resolution this mm. year. Um, my, my feeling on the matter here is this was a team that somehow overachieved, just given not having John Quill Jones and a lot of different circumstances, losing Courtney Williams. It didn't feel like this team was going to necessarily make a big splash. They found themselves pretty darn close to getting back into the finals. And so to me, um, I think that there was a very key impetus to this. And it's a player who no one doubts when they take the court, but I want them to vie to finally get theirs. I want to see Dewana Bonner in the MVP discussion this year. So my specific measurable is I want Dewana Bonner in at least the top three votes for MVP. When all is said and done at the end of the season, I'm not right. sure if MVP will happen because I don't know if Dewana Bonner meets the media narrative. Right. Uh, it's super easy to vote for a player that's overtly recognizable. Uh, in a, you know, the way I put it is it's easy to make an MVP vote for a player who's probably also going to be an SB nominee, but I, I think she has it in her to at least get top billing for, for this year. And then we'll see where it takes her. And I think so much of it is because almost every single time I watch a game Dewana Bonner is playing in, she's almost nearly always the best player on the court. Like, if not the best, the second best player on the court. Yeah. And I like that. I think that's fi- a really find solid. Find a way to stand out yeah. so, so you're in that discussion this year. 
I think that's a solid call out. And I think, uh, especially if you've got, you know, John Quill Jones coming back and others, if this is, if that's the reality, yeah, I, I think that that bodes well for a Connecticut Sun team. Um, yeah. Any other thoughts that Jason or Logan have? No, I really like that. I, I think if, I think that's what they've needed, right? Like they keep going further than we think they're going to get because they're a great team. But they need to have that player that down the stretch in a close game, particularly in the playoffs, yeah. is an MVP mm-hmm. like rock that they can lean on. And that sort of could have, that sort of was John Quill a couple seasons ago. But to me, I think Bonner is a different level if she if she puts herself in that discussion. Yeah. Well, and I think she, she's got that potential. Mm-hmm. She's insanely skilled, especially on the offensive end. She's got the potential to do it. I don't think it's out of the outside of that realm at all. If you've got Dewana Bonner in the MVP discussion. And, you know, Alyssa Thomas, Jonquil Jones playing like they always do. That, how do you beat a Connecticut Sun that's at that level? I think that's, that's a great, great take. Um, let's, let's, uh, head over to Logan. Logan, you got Dallas next. I'm very interested in Dallas's New Year's resolution from you. All right. I really wanted to go bold on this, but I already kind of did that with Chicago and I need to get one like kind of close. Um, Dallas hasn't won a playoff game since 2009, uh, two cities ago. Ooh. They were, they were Detroit back then. Um, not, not series, by the way, a playoff game, 2009. That's a good drought. Do I think they can win a playoff game this year? I don't know. They've got to make the playoffs first. So that's going to be their resolution. I think Dallas was on the cusp this year. They ended the season losing four of six. Uh, if they win one of those, Maybe they sneak in. Uh, they, they were just a game behind the eighth seed. I forget what the tiebreaker would have been, but, uh, they were in contention for a playoff spot down the stretch with the Mystics. That's what it was. It was the Mystics was number eight. Um, they're still going to be super raw. Uh, Ty Harris, the rookie pick from last year. I think she's going to help their defense a little bit this year. They, they still have a lot of stuff that they need to take care of to be a good team. Uh, they're one of the buyers I expect in free agency this year. Um, to be looking to, you know, they, they made like 50 million picks in the draft last year. Hopefully they've got a better sense of what they need now. Um, but I'm going to just make it a blanket team goal. I think the Dallas Wings can call it a successful season if they make the playoffs. Uh, they haven't been in the playoffs since 2018 where they lost in the first round to Phoenix. Um, but like I said, they're, you know, they're a long ways out. They, they did not do well in Tulsa. Uh, and they actually were a quite a successful team in Detroit for years and years. And to obviously restore that would be, this is kind of the first step towards that. Keeping in mind, of course, that uh, Brian Agler, who is a really good coach, is no longer their coach. Um, he left in October. He's like an athletic director somewhere now. That was like a story that broke just like six hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but they knew he wasn't going to be their coach since last fall. So um, hopefully they bring in someone dynamic who can put things together, get them that seven or eight seed, hopefully knock somebody out uh, that we're used to seeing in there and shake things up a little bit. Okay. All due respect. I've literally never heard of this place. Wittenberg university. Oh, that's why I couldn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I, Wittenberg uni- I, if, if, if you live near that university, if you're an alumnus, that university, my apologies. I don't mean to be disrespectful. I never heard of this place. <laughs> it must just, I think it's, I think it's his alma mater. Cause it's, it's a D three Springfield, school. Ohio. Yeah, he, he like he's Take him to the Adler's, top, Brian. 
Agler's won multiple WNBA championships. He can kind of do anything he wants in his career at this point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, this is what he wants to do. So I like that. Okay, that's a good resolution, Logan. Dallas yeah. getting to the playoffs. I don't think it's Class out of the realm of, of possibility, but I think it's definitely something that could be difficult. I think they got an uphill battle to get there, and I like I like that. It's measurable, solid, good work. Um, I've got Los Angeles next. All right. And mine's very specific and it's very player specific. Um, basically my idea is that you need to double down as the LA Sparks, you need to double down on Sykes. And I know that some people are thinking, well, you've got Candace Parker, you got, you know, Neka Gumake, you got Chelsea Gray, you've got so, so many other players out there. Why are you picking Sykes? Because in my opinion, Sykes was a difference maker on the court for the Sparks. And she actually was putting in some solid minutes. She started 14 of the 21 games or 22 games, excuse me. Um, and she pulled about 24 minutes per game out of that. I want to bump that up to 30 minutes per game. Okay. Brittany Sykes, 30 minutes per game. That is my resolution for Los Angeles because I think if they do that, they're going to find a next key piece for their franchise moving forward into, into the future. I think that she's a big, big part of that. And you would not have heard me saying that one year ago, but after watching her during the bubble, 100% all aboard the, the Britney Sykes bandwagon. So that's my that's my take. I want to hear what you guys have to say on that. Great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't know that I really have a take. If you do lose, I mean, we talked about the potential for them to lose uh, one of their bigs to the free agent market, you know, one of the Oguma case could move, you know, if that were to happen, there's high potential to say Sykes could at least fill that role for a time. I, I could see you're in a very Natasha yeah. Howard like scenario where uh, you give her the rope and she climbs. Yeah. So I like, I like it a lot. Okay. Sweet. Any other thoughts, Logan or Jason? I know it's kind of an out there, that's an out there thing, but that's that's for Los Angeles. They've got three big name free agents in Candace Parker, Neko Gumake, uh, Chelsea Gray. Actually, is uh, uh is out there. Like, there's so I feel like half their roster is available in free agency. Keep Sykes and increase her minutes per game. And some people like think it. I'm nuts for that, but well, we watch should know. what she did last season. You, you know, and those who watched regular Sparks basketball last year know exactly what I'm talking about. We should know early in the season whether that's on track or not. Um, that's true. And that's definitely something we can pay attention to because that might be course, happening in the next like month or two. Like if right. she's still with the Sparks, but that's my resolution for them. Yeah. The most important part of our resolutions mm-hmm. is how many we get right. Um, <laughs> compared, compared to each other. So that's a very measurable uh, goal. I like that. Uh, Jason, Seattle, where are you going with this one? Reigning champs. <sighs> All right. So I had a few different ideas and I'm actually changing from the one I have written on my list in front of me. Um, originally I was going to go for something along the lines of like how to get back and win another one, but, uh, Seattle is at the, the doorstep of being a dynasty. Um, they, a, a win or two and, and all of a sudden you're going to start thinking of that. And when I think of the great dynasties, I always think of players. When I think of the Bulls, I think of Jordan, you know, and, and then Pippen behind him. And like, I want to see Seattle market the crap out of, um, Sue Bird and Stewie. Like, I want 
I want those players to start getting as famous as usually the leaders of dynasties are. Mm. Uh, so that's what my, my goal is going to be. I want them to market the crap out of their players and turn them into celebrities, um, in that market and kind of, uh, you know, as, as people get into the W, I want them to see those players. So that's my goal for them this year. I, I don't know how measurable that is, but, uh, I, I think you can somehow measure a crap of marketing. <laughs> I, I think that's a unit. So is there one specific player? Cause like obviously Stewie's like really well known. Is there one specific player that you yeah. have secondarily to Stewie that you think that they need to ramp up their marketing? You know, you've got Sue Bird, you've got Jewel Lloyd, you've got, uh, you know, a yeah. potentially um, still Alicia Clark, you know, that I think, I think yeah. she's probably going to be locked down. What do you think? I mean, I mean, Sue Bird is, is already, she's, she's a legend before she's even retired. So I mean, I, I, I don't know how much they need to push there. Uh, maybe my second behind pushing Stewie as the face of your organization is getting Jewel Lloyd out there. Um, I, I, I think that'd be my number two in terms of my, my push with marketing. Okay. I got two words. Faith mothershed. <laughs> got, get, she got, get, we got to get production going on She Got Game and let's take care of this in one fell swoop. Let's, it'll be bigger than Space Jam 2. It'll be huge. Uh, <laughs> I like this though. That's, that's a really good call. Sweet. I like it. Uh, so we are officially two thirds of the way through our list. Before we hit this last round, I want to pause real quick and let all of our listeners know about the sponsor for this episode. And that is Knowable. Uh, and so this is, this is an episode there. This is a sponsor that each of the four of us has had an opportunity to actually test out and try. And we might talk about our Knowable. Um, experience as much as we do the WNBA recently. They are fantastic. It's a fantastic product for the price. It's absolutely insane. Um, what you get for this, it's basically 200 plus audio courses. And when I say courses, I mean it like it's like a college course, like a master class level course that you can, that you can take. Uh, it's great for, uh, you know, during quarantine, if you're going to be cleaning your house, you need to pop on something. If you like listening to podcasts, you would love to listen to these courses. Um, through their app, they've got other, uh, uh, like, um, they've got like worksheets and different tests that you can take along the way that keep you, uh, make sure that you're engaged and, and, and really learning, actively learning as you listen to these, um, as you listen to these courses. Guys, it's there. It's fantastic. Right now, it's only $50 for a full year of access to all of these, uh, all of these courses and they're, they're fantastic. So I want to hear real quick, just like rapid fire, um, Steve, Logan, Jason, what are your, like what, what's, uh, what's a, a course that you've listened to recently that you would recommend to our listeners? We'll start with you, Steve. Um, I, this is a strange one, but, uh, it's something that I, I wanted to get better at. So that there's actually a really cool one about speed reading. Ooh. And that sounds weird. Cause you're listening to an audio training. <laughs> and so you'd think like audio book wise, uh, but, uh, yeah, I actually think it's really cool. It's, it, and I love the way that they've been able to connect, you know, a listening ability to help you actually get better at speed reading. So that one's actually really cool. It's amazing how, like, I found some very mundane trainings and they've been really intriguing to me. Excellent. All right, Logan, how about you? Uh, I have been listening to meal planning mastery, uh, Ooh. because honestly, 
that's something I need in my life. I, I try to get to the, the gym and be active, but a lot of times I undereat or all of a sudden I, you know, eat Costa Vida and overeat all at once. And like, it's just kind of all over the place and it's chaos. So getting, uh, getting ahead of it and planning out meals, especially, uh, like in, in line with my goals for the new year, it's actually helped me feel a little bit more in control and less kind of at the mercy of every day thinking like, Maybe tomorrow I'll go grocery shopping for something healthy, you know? <laughs> um, and it's, it's not like a calorie counting, like point weight watcher. Like it's, it's nothing like that. It's not a diet thing. It's just the science of like, like knowing what could be nutritious and tasty that, that, and, and being disciplined enough to set it up for you a couple of days in advance. And, uh, just that little kick in the butt has helped a ton. Guys, I had steak and eggs for breakfast this morning, which is, uh, by the way, I had breakfast this morning like, <laughs> and, and awesome. I had energy throughout the whole day. I was so productive. You guys have been keeping this secret the whole time. I had no idea. Um, <laughs> so like doing those little, you know, knowable is cool because those are little things I've always wanted to do and just never really like dug into. And now suddenly it feels like this big, like life changing thing mm-hmm. to be like, Oh, eating breakfast in the morning. Who knew? Love it. Jason, how about you? What's something that, uh, what, what's your latest course that you've been taking? So I just recently finished the speaking with confidence, which I'm excited for when, you know, the vaccine's out and coronavirus is over and I can actually practice some of those skills because I don't talk to anybody anymore except you guys. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, just recently, like literally today, I, I signed up and started with the learn to learn. Um, yeah. obviously as a student, um, it's, it's something that I want to get better at. Uh, and so it's just, it's, I, I'm part way through the first episode. Literally, I just started this one, but um, I've enjoyed it so far. But it's it's basically this idea of going through understanding what learning is and how it works, and then creating strategies that will will help you to retain information better in the future. So that's what I'm just starting here. But um, I could highly recommend either of those, and uh, I'll keep you guys up to date as I get further through the the learn to learn one. I love it. Uh, I'm a left. I consider myself a left brain person. I feel like as a, as a creative individual, I always have struggled and it's really awesome. There's a new course out that's called rediscover your creativity. And that's something that for me, uh, I just, I'm like Jason, I just barely hopped into this one and I'm really excited about it. So guys, if you, uh, if you're interested at all, check out knowable.fyi. There will be a link in our episode description below, click on that, check it out, and use code WNBA Nation for 20% off. That drops that price to 40 bucks for an entire year of just absolutely fantastic audio courses. And I'm telling you, it's worth it. You'll feel like you're investing in yourself every single day that you listen to these courses and uh it, it's fantastic. Uh well now that we've we've uh we've mentioned that it's uh, we're we're passionate that wasn't just a 60 second drop that was a full discussion because we're passionate about that they're a fantastic company uh we have them sponsored because we think that they're what they're doing is is uh is going to be the next big thing. So hop on it early and 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 really lock in there. Um Steve, let's get back to you. We've got Indiana on the the docket. Yeah. This, uh, I'm going to take an extremely strange veer. And also it might be cheating because I'm also going to reference two teams at once. Um, so one of my former picks is also going to be involved, uh, in, in this pick as well. And it'll make sense. So here's the thing. There's a theme that's taken place on a television program called the masked singer. Uh, and, Two two seasons ago, 
there was a character named, uh, for those who aren't aware, and if you aren't aware, it's fine. Uh, but it's, they put famous people in costumes, they have them sing songs, you try to guess who it is. When they get eliminated, they get revealed. Two seasons ago, there's a character called the Thingamajig, and it was revealed to be Victor Oladipo, who at the time was an Indiana Pacer, and as of today is a Houston Rocket. Uh, the previous season, which I think ended a couple months ago, so if you're rewatching it or something for some reason, plug your ears, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but they had a follow-up with a character called the Whatchamacallit, and it ended up being uh, New Orleans Pelican Lonzo Ball. I need. I want to see WNBA representation on the Mass Singer because I think it helps with with marketing needs. And one thing they did in the last season that actually was really cool is they uh, revealed the first uh, pairing group. Uh, they had uh, uh, like two characters performing together and and revealed them together. So in that theme, and I understand that this might hurt like the guessing ability because uh, if you have the care the this theme of character always be basketball players. It's easy, it might be easy to guess, but in theme we had the uh, we had the thingamajig, we had the whatchamacallit. Uh, this next season, I want to introduce the ca- two characters called the doodad and the doohickey, uh, and I would like them to be Candice Dupree and Dewana Bonner. <laughs> Uh, they, they obviously live together. I think they can make practice time work. It also being paired together and having a similar look is an homage, homage to their twins. Uh, they think there's lots of ways, uh, to, to make that a pretty cool thing. It stays on the basketball theming for that type of character. So I think that's fun. Now, if you watch the show and out of nowhere, there's two characters called the doodad and the doohickey. I'm sorry in advance for spoiling that for you. Uh, but that's that's where I'm going to take it. And honestly, if it's not the show, something I, I want to. It'd be cool to see some W players involved somewhere in that zeitgeist where they're on a unique mm-hmm. stage like that. I think it could be a lot of fun. I don't know if it's Dancing with the Stars. Is that still a show? Do people still watch I that? I have not watched. Yeah, an my grandma still watches that. I was going to say I haven't watched yeah, an episode yeah. of that since season like ever. Something I never like it. that. Yeah, when uh, <laughs> when the American Taskmaster finally happens and is successful. Get a W player on there, you know. Why not, I, I think why not make a, Why not take a bunch of uh, professional athletes and you include, you know, WNBA and WSL and WHL, and uh, put them all on Lego Masters and just see who who kills it in Legos. <laughs> I'm so down for that. <laughs> I would I would watch that. There you have it. Uh, but yeah. Uh, the doodad, the doodad, cool. and the doohickey. That's my final resolution. I love it. Uh, Logan, Phoenix. All right, all right. Let me get loose for Phoenix. Oh, <laughs> warm up the oatmeal. All right. <laughs> so, that's uh, literally, what Kyle says when he wakes up every single morning. <laughs> he rings a bell and then he yells, "Warm up the oatmeal." <laughs> if if you need like a butler situation at your house um, with with all the wealth that you discuss with your wife <laughs> um, I would I would do that for you with a mint room and board and all just, the oatmeal you just, can eat all that I make, sweet, I make a mean oatmeal okay, Phoenix in uh, in 2019 back when things were like kind of regular uh, Diana Tarazi played six games and she averaged four points and all of us kind of silently wondered if we were nearing the end 
and we were stupid uh, to do that. <laughs> in the bubble, she averaged 19, 4, and 4. She's 38 years old. Phoenix is still in the playoffs every year. They usually win a round or two. Uh, I promised myself when I gave Chicago's resolution that I wouldn't make another championship resolution for a team. So I'll say this for Phoenix. Your job, your resolution, your prime directive for until Diana Tarazi sucks bad enough that she can't play anymore is to maximize the talent around her and make sure the players in the locker room are there to win games. Uh, mm -hmm. That's all I'm going to say in regards to whatever was going on with Griner in the bubble. Um, but whatever you do in the offseason and in the draft, I don't want you thinking three and four years ahead just yet because I want you to know, <laughs> if you don't already, Tarazi's still got plenty left in the tank. And if she's in the playoffs, she gives your team a chance to win every time. So surround her with people who are going to make that possible and then let her go to work. Your resolution this year is to maximize Diana Tarazi's career while you still can. Okay. She's 30 years old. 19, 4, and 4. I love it. I actually, I don't even have a comment <laughs> on that. I just really like that resolution. I'm I think that be stoked in, if I in the past, 38. In, in the past, we've talked about moving like what's in what's next for Phoenix moving forward in the future. Mm. I like it. Enjoy what you've got right now because stay, you're going to miss stay, it when it's gone. Yeah. yeah. Stay in the now when you've got someone who always gives you a chance in the postseason. Yeah. Like don't yeah. give that up too soon. Tarasi could be on literally any roster in the WNBA and I would maybe pick them to win the championship. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me. Uh, sweet. I love that, dude. That's, that's fantastic. Um, I've got Minnesota. This is my last team. And Minnesota is a really interesting one. They've done f like a phenomenal job as they kind of had to leave, you know, their core, you know, back in their, their Maya Moore, Rebecca Breland, like, uh, Simone Augustus, uh, Sykes, or not Sykes, um, uh, why am I, why am I blanking right now? Uh, uh, Lindsay Whalen and like just, just that whole crew that they were with. I think that, mm -hmm. I think that for them, they've got this new young core in Dangerfield, in Collier. They've got some solid, uh, potential like coming forward. Here's my resolution. Bring Maya Moore back dot, dot, dot in some capacity. So not necessarily, she doesn't even necessarily have to be on the floor. I just want her back with the organization on a more regular basis. Does that make sense? Whether so that's coaching, so whether that's, uh, you know, counseling, whether that's just, Hey, like you're just hanging out with like whatever it is. If she, you put her in the front office, bring Maya back in some capacity. And I think that Maya's got a little bit more availability now than she has the previous two years. And so if she wants to play sweet, get her back on the court. If not, let's involve her somehow and allow her to mentor this younger core that you've now built and, and bring them forward. So bring Maya back in some capacity is my resolution there. Yeah. I think, uh, I think the WNBA as a whole would be smart to, if they don't already, to have some sort of division of community outreach or activism and have Maya Moore be the first call to make. Yeah. I think that's really smart. Mm -hmm. Have her and like Renee Montgomery and, you know, others like kind of heading up a, a some sort of council yeah. and, and have her be the lead it, on that. 
It's a lot. I actually read an article about Tarazi when I was preparing um, the Phoenix Resolution, and she mentioned it's a lot to, you know, to handle while you're playing a professional sport, also heading up all of those initiatives and like Black Lives Matter and like wearing Jacob Blake's name on T-shirts and like, yeah, like they're happy to do it because it's important to them. But it, if it was someone's full time role and it was someone like Maya Moore or Renee Montgomery that obviously everyone looks up to. Um, maybe that would kind of take the burden a little bit off of the players on the court from night to night, even though they would obviously still be like really involved in it. Yeah. I like that. I think that's a really cool, that's a really cool idea there. Yeah. Um, Jason last resolution lands with you, the Washington mystics. What are we doing here? All right, so on the audio-video side, I'm going to try something that is kind of a risk because I set it up while we were on the call when I had this idea. Okay. So uh, I'm not sure if this will work, but if it's possible, I'm going to have uh, my girl Taylor Swift help me with this. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Let's see if that works. Yeah, we're going to shake it off. I don't know if you guys can see that or not. (laughs) Sweet, it's coming across. Yeah, Uh, uh, shake it off. Uh, 2020 was rough on the Washington Mystics. In all honesty, though, you have the tools to win a championship and you proved that in 2019. Uh, 2020, obviously, uh, with players getting into the bubble, things like that, you weren't the same team. Uh, shake it off and realize that you're still the 2019 team that won and you've got an easy path. If you get into your head about how last season went and if you view yourself as coming into this as an underdog, I, I don't know that they do as well as they could. So take a deep breath. Let it out and just say, we're the team from 2019 and come into the season with that confidence. And I think that they'll have a great year. So I think that's my, my, my goal. For, my resolution for them is to shake it off. I think the one. best way to shake it off. And this is assuming that this type of thing is appropriate. Uh, you know, if the vaccine works out. I think the best way to do it is to shake Elena Deladon's hand as she returns to the arena. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To play. Um, I agree with you because, uh, we deserve Mystic Storm 2. Yes. We deserve yes. that rematch. Yes. We watched the Mystics and what they were able to pull off at full strength. That was the year the Storm were out because Stewie was injured. And I want to see these two juggernauts go at it at full strength. Mm-hmm. Um, I, no, you know, no hurt ACL, MCL, Stewie, no hurt back Elena Deladon. Let's get everyone at full strength, and I want to see what these what these cyborgs can do against each yeah. other. I we deserve that matchup. We earned it. Yeah, we've been through a lot. <laughs> we've been through a lot. Give us this one thing. <laughs> I like it. Uh, well, guys, that kind of wraps up our resolutions episode. Uh, one of my favorite episodes. I'm really interested to see where these go moving forward. We'll, we'll have to check back on these at the end of the season or probably we won't look at it at the end of the season. We'll probably wait till January of 2022 before we take a second look at these. But, um, yeah, let's, let's see what happens here. Those of you who are following us on Twitter, uh, hit us up. Let us know. Um, what do you think about our resolutions? What would you change or what would you say differently about your particular team? We want to hear that. You can find us on Twitter at WNBA Nation Pod. Um, that's the best way to get in touch with us. If Facebook is your jam, you can find us on Facebook as well. We're not quite as active on that platform, but we do have some content that goes up there from time to time. Um, and it's a good way to connect with other WNBA Nation listeners as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, feel free to, to hit us up. 
uh, on, on our socials there. Uh, Twitch, I guess technically counts as both a, uh, a production element and a social. So, uh, again, if you have not followed us on Twitch, if you haven't come over and joined a live stream, do it. We know we've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of you that listen to this every single week or every time that we release. It's been a minute since we were, we were weekly, but, um, every time we, we release and we want to have you guys all come over and hang out with us on Twitch live, um, while we're doing this. So feel free to, to hit us up on Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash WNBA nation. Just click the follow button and you can get notifications of any time we go live and join us when you can. Don't worry if not, uh, if you're, if you're not available, um, uh, when we go live, we'll just hit you up another time. But, um, yeah, any other shout outs that you guys want to make? Jason, anything from you? Uh, I mean, we're, uh, we're in the final phases of prepping for, uh, NWHL Nation. Uh, so as, uh, as that season comes up in about two weeks here, uh, expect to hear something from us probably next week. I got to coordinate with Logan as far as recording times, but, uh, we should be getting out our inaugural episode there. Uh, the live stream for that, as I understand it right now, I believe will be coming through this Twitch channel on our kind of our non episode recording days. Um, so you can come here for those live streams and, uh, yeah, we'll be tweeting out the podcast feed and putting on our Facebook and stuff. So, uh, you guys can find that if that's something you're interested in. Um, even if you're not a longtime hockey fan, uh, it's easy to get into and it's an up and coming women's league that really needs a lot of support. So we'd appreciate you, uh, showing them some love. Uh, obviously following our show and also getting involved with the league there. So absolutely. Uh, Steve, how about you? Um, kind of brought it up already, but, uh, the final episode of the Candace Parker series for W history should be coming up, uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, if you haven't listened to the first episodes yet, they're on our pod feed. Uh, they were a ride and we're <laughs> That's anticipating true. even more of a ride coming up. Uh, so definitely, be on the lookout for that. Check that out. Enjoy that as much as you would like to. Uh, and also, uh, appreciate the call for NWHL. I'm excited for that. Shout out to the NWSL. They had their draft, uh, tonight as we're recording this. Uh, from what I've seen, they had upwards of 35,000 people watching the stream yeah. on Twitch for the draft. So huge, uh, props to the NWSL, Lisa Baird and company. Uh, love seeing the continued growth with the league there. Get a team back in Utah. Otherwise, uh, uh, love, love the work you're doing. So <laughs> fantastic. Logan. Just one last thing and it's quick. Uh, WNBA free agency is going to heat up in a hurry here, uh, in the next week or two. So stay close to our social channels. We'll keep you updated on anything major happening there. Uh, also follow, uh, the usuals like Winsider and Rachel Galligan. Uh, to be up to date on who's moving where. Uh, WNBA offseason's always, there's always stuff out of left field that we don't see coming. It, despite how much we talk about possibilities, it seems like we're always surprised. So, um, I'm excited for what happens. We're already getting some rumblings this week about some moves and, uh, people are coring different players, which means other players are going to be unrestricted and we'll see where they go. Absolutely. Ride. We'll Love see. it. <laughs> I know with, uh, I saw Las Vegas cord Cambage today. So. And then they've re they've extended offers to a few other players. McBride might be on the market sooner than later. So, um, well, for uh, just again, thank you to everybody. Uh, appreciate it. Hit us up on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, wherever is is best for you. Um, but uh, that's all we've got for you tonight for WNBA Nation. I'm Kyle Haywood. I'm Steve Schwartzman. 
I'm Jason Snow. I'm Logan Jones. And we got you next time.